0: In the last example, we used transformations more than anything to sketch the graph. And I'm going to do the same thing with this one. f of x equals the log of x minus e. Now, if it were just log x, it would have a vertical asymptote of x equals 0. and come up from left to right and pass through the x axis to the point 1, 0. But this time, I'm doing a transformation of x minus e. So that means I'm subtracting e from x and then taking the log of that, it changes my domain. Now, if I want to be explicit about the domain, rather than just kind of working with my transformations and then looking at it later, I want to think about the fact that whatever you take the log of has to be greater than 0. We can't take the log of 0 and we can't take the log of negatives because they don't make any sense as inverses of exponential functions. So I want the thing inside the parentheses to be greater than 0. So that means solving the inequality. My domain is x is greater than e, or e to infinity, but not including e. So now, what used to be a vertical asymptote of x equals zero is a vertical asymptote of x equals e. So I have a shift. Also, you can see horizontally to the right of e units. And this is the line x equals e is my vertical asymptote right here so this is my vertical asymptote now where is the zero of this function you can either think the zero if you don't change anything on the x you don't multiply x by two or or a half or anything like that the zero just gets moved over one unit doesn't it so this would be e plus one but i think that makes me a little nervous so i'm going to double check it in the actual function I'm going to come over here and I'm going to take f, just kind of on my scratch paper, f of e plus 1, oops, mixing my notation, f of e plus 1 is the natural log of e plus 1 minus e. The e's and the negative e's add up to 0, and I get log of 1, which is 0. So it does work that my new x-intercept, my new zero, is at e plus 1. Now, I'm going to move back to my graph, and I'm going to put my zero in, and then I'm going to just draw the same thing as log of x. Because there's nothing in front of the log up here, there's no coefficient, there's no negative sign, I'm not doing anything to the x, dividing by 2, or multiplying by 2, or anything like that. So it really is just a rigid transformation, a horizontal shift of e units to the right. And so that's what the graph looks like. This is y equals log x minus e. You'll notice that this function is like log x. It's increasing from left to right. And also, what about the concavity? If you draw tangent lines on here, you can see the tangent lines are on the outside of the graph. So that means concave down. Oops, more like that. Plus, you know, you can kind of tell it's, it's concave down this way. It's a little harder when it's somewhat sideways, but you can probably see it's, it's concave down more than it would be concave up, right? The other one where B was, where the base was less than 1, that one was concave up but if the base is greater than 1 log x is concave down and always increasing right but increasing less and less over time the slopes of the tangent lines are getting smaller as x gets bigger that's another definition of concave down right the equation sorry the derivatives the slopes of the tangents are decreasing the derivative function is decreasing so it's concave down All right, here's one for you to do. The log of x plus e. I'm sorry I gave you the one that's a little more tricky. But think about what we did in the last example. Figure out what your shifts, if any, are. If there are any stretches or flips, make sure you take those into account. There might not be. And then sketch the graph, thinking about the vertical asymptote and the 0. All right, I'm going to look at this. I'm hoping you had enough time to pause and do this x plus e now i could just think straight about the domain again like i did in the last example that's a good way to make sure i go the right direction the domain of the log function is very similar to the domain of the square root function except we're not allowed to have zero inside the log either so it's a little more strict than the square root function not only is the thing inside parentheses needing to be greater than zero but it can't even equal it so i need to have x plus e greater than 0, and when I add negative e to both sides, that means x has to be greater than negative e. So my domain is negative e to infinity. So the graph still is going to go from left to right, um, starting at negative e, not quite touching it, and then going to infinity. My vertical asymptote is indicated by where my domain starts. And also, I can think about the transformation right here The thing that makes 0 in the parentheses is x equals negative e. So if I go to the line x equals negative e, that's my vertical asymptote. And then where's my 0? The 0, since I didn't do anything to x, 1 times x, 2 times x, anything like that, the 0 is 1 unit over from that. And so that's negative e plus 1. Negative e is approximately negative 2.718, so if I add 1, that's approximately negative 1.78, something like that. The 0 is here, goes down as it approaches the vertical asymptote, then it rises up and gets less steep over time, concave down, tangent lines outside the graph. The slopes are going to be very interesting, and that's what we're going to look at next. It's off a little bit that's more like my slope and I have a very specific value I'm looking for for my slope there I know some things that um, that help me figure that one out so this is the graph of log of X plus E now you can do other transformations by multiplying X by things you can take the opposite of that if it were the opposite of that graph then you just flip it over on the x-axis and it would look something like that this would be negative log x plus e. And just like with other functions, it gets hardest when you do things like multiplying x by something. And when that happens, you can use your calculator to help you. You can also be tricky about the x values you pick in order to make it easier to evaluate. But I'm going to stop here in terms of graphing, because we have a lot more to look at. One of the things we have to look at is the slope of the log of x or its transformations. So let's go back to y equals log x. And I'm going to suggest that you get out your calculator and graph f of x equals log x. And then on the graph, probably a zoom standard is good enough, although you really don't need any of this stuff over here on the negative x values, right? So you could you could just cut your window to be, say, from negative 1 to 10 or 20, and your, your y value is negative 10 to 10 is probably okay, although you don't really need to go that high because it's slow growth, right? But some sort of nice view of the function. Then use the math utility and get the slope of the tangent line, f prime of x, for the following x values. x equals 1, x equals 2, x equals 3, Uh, x equals 4. We'll just stick to those four. So graph f of x equals log, log x, natural log x, and then use the math utility to get the derivative at those four points. And if you want to look at the tangent lines, you can also do tangent at those x values. But whatever you need to do to get the slope, which is also the derivative of the log function, and that's what we're going to look at next.